It's time to get up and get going, South Coast. It's time for the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. Also streaming live on WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message or a voicemail through the WBSM app. And now, ready to start your day off with a bang. It's Tim Weisberg. Good morning. Happy Wednesday to you. Hope it's starting off well. So far, so good on my end. Happy to be here with you for another morning. And I'll be with you today, and I'll be with you tomorrow. And then on Friday, Jack Spillane is going to fill in for you. And he is going to be, um, I know he's going to be talking more about the Star Store situation because he was going to continue diving into that for his writing this week at NewBedfordLight.org. And uh, he will have more discussion with you about it on the air on Friday morning. I'll be in Michigan um, getting ready because I'm speaking at 9 a.m. on the Bridgewater Triangle to a crowd of what will probably be thousands of people in the audience. I mean, they they really do bring a lot of folks to Sault Ste. Marie, Michigan for the Michigan Paracon. And that means that's thousands of people that are going to get to hear about the Bridgewater Triangle, learn about our little area of weirdness here in southeastern Massachusetts. And actually, I shouldn't just say southeastern Massachusetts because how I define the Bridgewater Triangle goes all the way up into New Hampshire and all the way down to Rhode Island, all the way out to Cape Cod. And I think that it's a living thing that's still growing. So they'll get to hear all about that. Now, I had mentioned that, you know, uh, Jack will probably talk more about the Star Store. I think he'll also talk, too, about the police discipline database that has been uh, put up now that is accessible. Anastasia Lennon has an article at uh, newbedfordlight.org where she dove into and they they pulled out the New Bedford data. So if you're interested in seeing exactly who the officers are who had not just these actions taken against them, but multiple times, some of them have as many as five incidents that are reported on there. And these incidents that are in this database are not just accusations. These are police complaints that have been investigated and felt that they had merit, that the complaints had merit. And that quite often resulted in suspension. So you can, you can do a deep dive into it. And, and whether or not you live in New Bedford or not, you can access it and, and see it through the New Bedford Light website and their links. But while it doesn't give you the exact reports on New Bedford Light, you can dig into it on the Massachusetts Post Commission website. And you can see what all of these incidents are about. Now, they do redact some information. So you're going to get to see the officer's name, the date of the incident, the discipline as a result, the case number, what happened to the officers as a result, what the violation was in the complaint against the officers who resigned or retired to avoid discipline. What you will not see is anything about who the, the person was, the criminal offender that might have been involved in the situation. 
Complaints that were unfounded, exonerated, or not sustained. Complaints that retain that remain under investigation, rather. Complaints against officers who have since retired or resigned in good standing. And previous departments an officer has served in. It only lists their current agency. But complaints may be there from multiple agencies. So if you want to check it out, you can. Uh, and, and dive in and see just what some of the, the issues are. And I think that this accountability for police... You know, if you if you ask the good police officers, which is, I would guess is you know, m- majority of them, I'm sure they are okay with the public having this type of information. The same way they want to wear body cameras. The same way they want to have more accountability and transparency, so that the public better understands their job and how they do it. Because there's, there's no doubt there are police officers who have made mistakes. There are police officers who have bad intentions. And I'm not talking about New Bedford. I'm talking about overall within the, the field. But the ones who are in it for the right reasons, they don't, they don't want those folks dragging them down. They don't want them ruining their own reputation and and putting their lives on the line based on public perception. So things like this just help more with that transparency. It helps more with showing that it is taken seriously when officers don't follow the rules or don't behave in a a manner that you would expect the police to, to... Behaving. Now, uh, I'm sure a lot of folks will look at this and say, well, look at how many officers have had complaints in New Bedford and have had multiple complaints and complaints that they felt were legitimate complaints. I mean, there's, there's a problem. Uh, but, but is there? Is there a problem if those officers are taken to task for what it is that they've done? I mean, maybe you say, okay, they've had five offenses. Why are they still around? But then you have to understand, well, what is the, what is the police union contract? What is the discipline they're allowed to give out for situations like this? How many strikes are they supposed to get before they're terminated? You know, these are all things that come into play with this. And also, you've got to take into account, too, just because they've all been investigated and found to be valid doesn't mean that it's the most extreme version of whatever is in your mind about what the situation might have been. You know, I I, I can imagine there's probably been situations that you've been in in your own workplace where there was a misunderstanding and the results of that misunderstanding didn't really work out in your favor, but you had to kind of just accept what it was. I'll never forget uh, an incident that I had at my my previous job before I I came here full-time, my last cooking job. I was working for a company that just sucked the life out of me when it came to any any enjoyment I might have had in cooking, which was at that point in my cooking career very, very little. And they just 
took the rest of what was left. And, and, and I was working in a corporate cafeteria. I was working in the cafeteria at the, the Talbot's Distribution Center in Lakeville. And they gave their employees free coffee. There's, there were giant vats of coffee that I had to keep filled with hot coffee all the time. Dump it out if it got, you know, cold and if it sat for too long. And always had to have hot, fresh coffee because somebody could come down at any minute wanting free coffee. And so I'm out there, you know, filling the coffees in the, in the, the main part of the cafeteria and I had, at this point, a jerk boss. This guy, like, loved to tweak people, loved to annoy people. He was just the worst. He was a creep. He said creepy things about the, the women that would come into the cafeteria. He would make racist comments. But I'm not trying to get anybody fired. I'm just trying to, you know, get through the day. And I would try to avoid conversations with him about things like that because he would, we obviously were on different, different perspectives on things. And so I'm out there filling up the coffees and I don't know what radio program he happened to have been listening to in the kitchen, but he comes out and he wants to talk about, oh, I mean, he listened to sports radio. So, and it was about the, um, the bathroom bill and they were moving the all-star game because of the bathroom bill and all that stuff. And he comes out and starts talking about transgender people wanting to use the bathroom that they identify with and how that's ridiculous. You should use the bathroom based on what you have for, for sexual organs. And he's like going on and on and on like really like launching into this. And I just happened to all the only comment that I made was I, I said to him, there could be transgender people using the bathroom right next to you now and you, you, you wouldn't even know it. And that's all that I said in response to the things that he, he was going on and on and on about with his transphobia, his homophobia. And it just so happened that at that time, the HR person for Talbot's, not for me, not for my company because we were a contractor. No, not, not for my company, for Talbot's came in and heard something and later on went to him and asked him what was being said. And I got thrown under the bus because he's never going to take responsibility for the horrible things that he says. And I had to go up into the HR department of a company that I didn't even work for and have a meeting about this. And they put a piece of paper in front of me to sign that said that I had been warned about what I said and that I understood that, you know, if I was caught saying it again or something similar, I, I would be terminated. And I said, I didn't say this. I'm not signing this. And then my company gets involved in it. And I have to, my district manager, who was even worse than my regular manager, comes in. And she's just trying to force me. She's like, if you don't sign this, you're, you're going to get fired. And I was like, you can fire me. I will sue you. And I will sue Talbot's. Turns out it wouldn't have made a difference because Talbot's didn't have any money. But I was like, I, I, there's, I'm not signing this. I didn't, I didn't say anything. 
I'm I'm being forced to sign this just because the person who's higher above you know higher above me is the one saying that I said it, but I didn't say it. And at that time, I had my Saturday morning show. And at that time, I had recordings of my Saturday morning show. So I told the HR people from both my company and from Talbot's, I'm going to give you all of the recordings of my Saturday morning shows where I've been talking about this on the radio where it's appropriate for me to talk about it, not in the cafeteria. And you can listen to all of that. And you can listen to the comments that I made on the radio about it. And you can see if what I'm saying on the radio matches what I said in the cafeteria. And then we'll see, you know, what a, what a judge will think is the most likely thing that happened. I mean, it was just absolutely ridiculous. Anyway, 508-996-0500. Good morning. You were on WBSM. Morning. How you doing? Good. Uh, first off, I'd like to, you know, say I appreciate the opportunity to win some great tickets last night. I went and seen that Nickelback concert with my wife. It was amazing. What a great show. Yeah, I heard it was uh, uh, heard it was sold out. I heard it was a, a rocking show. Sold out. Brantley Gilbert took the stage. I couldn't believe it. Uh, definitely made a comeback. I know I know we had a little falling out there and you know a few years ago, but I mean what a turnout for that guy. I mean you 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 told you could tell who was there for Nickelback and you could tell who was there for Brantley Gilbert because once he left the stage, everybody started pouring out of the seats. <laughs> I mean it was it, unbelievable. It, it did seem like an odd pairing. It was, and he even he even mentioned it on the stage. He even mentioned it. He said, you know, who would have thought that, you know, Nickelback would have Brantley Gilbert come out and open for him? You know, he even he even said it himself. You know, it's it wild. But, um, yeah, speaking about the bathroom situation, I, I just noticed you brought that up. You, you want to hear something crazy? I mean, I don't know if this is normal at venues like that or what, but, I mean, uh, I went in the men's bathroom. I mean, it was packed. Mm-hmm. I mean, elbow to elbow, so every stall was taken, everything. You know, even the women had a line that was going out the door. There were women that were literally rushing the men's bathroom. Oh, I'll be right. I'll be quick. I'll be quick. You know, I'll be. Qu-. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm sitting there, and all the guys are looking at each other like, just normal. Like, should we say something or what? And I'm like, and I looked at I looked at the guy next to me, and I said, now imagine if we went in there in search of our wives or our girlfriends or something, you know, and said, hey, honey, are you all right in here? You know, can I help you out or? You know, hey, I just gotta use the bathroom real quick. I'll be, I'll be fast, ladies. Don't worry, I'll be fast. We would, we would literally probably get kicked out of there, and labeled as sex offenders. You know what I mean? And but it's all right for the women to just come rushing. I mean, these were girls, legit girls. They were, they were, you know, but they were just they rushed right in and they were like, hey, I'm, we're gonna use the bathroom real quick. There was a group of them, like seven girls, come came in the men's bathroom last night. And well, I was like, whoa. <laughs> first, first, that that actually happens quite a bit at, you know, concerts and sporting right. events. Yeah, yeah. Gillette Stadium, it happens all the time. Uh, and then the other part of it, though, is you do understand that it's not an equal situation, right? That, that you know, a man going into a woman's bathroom is far more predatory or can be perceived as far more predatory than a woman going into a man's bathroom. You you do understand the difference there. Well, yeah. I mean, and that's where, and that's where I think a lot of... Um uh, it's 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 like it, it shouldn't be that way though, because at the same time. Well, but don't. But the the person okay. to blame in that situation are the men who would go into the women's room with with bad intentions. Well, right, right. But what if I went in there right and there was a line out the door for the men's bathroom, 
and I said, oh, my God, I'm going to urinate myself. I don't want to say piss myself on the radio, but you know what I'm saying. Well, you didn't. I, I, well, yeah, yeah, that's crap. Well, that's early enough. Sorry, FCC. Well, listen, uh, if I ran into the women's bathroom, right, and there was no line, and I ran in there, and I, I said, you know, I knew my, I knew my wife was in there. I said, hey, uh, babe, I'm going to use the bathroom real fast because there's a line out the door. I would get kicked out of that venue in a heartbeat. Or what you right? could do is you could say, excuse me, ladies, before you walk in the room, you could say, excuse me, ladies, I just want to pop in here and see if my wife is here. Is that okay? And then I'm sure most of them would be like, yeah, if you're, you know, we're, we're all in the stall or we're all out of the stall, it's, it's, it's okay. Or, you know, then your wife yeah. could just say, yeah, John, I'm in here. I don't know. I don't know, Tim. I, I, when, I, when I seen that group come in last night, I, I, I just stood there in awe. I was like, wow, what? These girls have cojones on them that just run right in here like that. Wait, I mean, and, and there's guys in there that are just like, you know, completely ham. I couldn't get hammered because I had to work the next day, but well, this morning. But, I mean, they're in there hammered, throwing up, puking everywhere. I mean, it was like. I was like, man, and they're just running in here and they're just doing that. Well, it's, 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 like it's, it's, it's not the smartest choice, but it was their choice. No, no, it wasn't the smartest choice. I'll tell you right now, it wasn't the smartest choice. But I was like, wow, man, if, you know, I wouldn't want my, I'm looking at it as my daughters, right? So I have two daughters. Everybody knows that. And it's like, I'm looking at it as like, what if my daughters did that at a, at a concert? I would be like, no, don't do that. You know what I mean? That's, that's not only stupid, but it's dangerous. You know, and, and uh, to, to, to go into a men's bathroom like that, you know. But, hey, whatever. To each his own, I guess. I mean, I guess they really had to go. But I'm just looking at it as, like, okay, what if what if we did that? You know, and everybody was saying it, too, outside. They're like, oh, my God, we'd get kicked out of here if everybody did that. You know, all the guys did that. And and you know, rightly and, rightly so. Yeah. yeah. Well, you, know, you, you never know. Maybe some of these girls that have bad intentions, you know. Not every woman is, is, is an angel. Then, then, you know? then, if, then if they did, then they should get kicked out, too. I think the, the yeah. bigger problem is that these venues just need to have more bathrooms. Yeah, they don't have. Well, yeah, not only that, but they should probably have people standing at the bathrooms, too. And, and maybe, you know I mean? maybe everybody shouldn't wait till the end to go. <laughs> like, I do that myself. Oh, I'm, like, I'm like, oh, there's, there's three more. So I'm like looking on setlist.fm. I'm like, all right, there's three more songs. I can just hold out for three more songs. Yeah, yeah, it was no, it was it was a really good show though. I mean, we stayed we stayed right up to like I think the like the last the last song or the second to last song, and I was like, all right, let's get the heck out of here before the crowd, you know. Well, it was well, a really good show. Nickelback put up great. I mean, great. Now, what's the deal with them? Is it real fast? I know you got to go, but what, now they have they, they consider themselves heavy metal because he he has what he said on stage last night. I, I don't I, I would I wouldn't go that far. I'd call them hard rock. Hard rock, right? Yeah, well, that's what I thought too. But he's like, oh, you know, he's like, we've been trying to get, you know, we've been we've been getting canceled for the last twenty years because you know we're, we're heavy metal, and I guess they people don't identify us as heavy heavy metal music and this and that. But a lot of their songs are like, you know, like almost like hard rock. You know, they're not heavy metal in my in my eyes. You know, yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't qualify. Them. They're not playing them on 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 the metal stations on satellite radio. You know. Oh. All the all the songs from the, the you know the, the late nineties, early two thousands, you know what I mean. All the good, you know, nostalgic songs that I listened to when I grew up. You know what I mean. I was like, wow, this is cool. You know. Yeah, metal metal bands life. qualify if you have other metal you know fans of other metal bands that come to see you. I don't think like yeah. fans of Pantera are going to see Nickelback. No, I, I don't think. <laughs> I think I, you're right. There, there wasn't one. a lot of Iron Maiden fans in the crowd last night. I don't think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Oh no, I don't think no. But there was a lot of there were a lot of people that. Came out for, for Nickelback. I was surprised, man. And Brantley Gilbert. I was like, yeah. Crap, well, glad glad they yeah, had a great cool. time. Yeah, I appreciate it. All, All right. right, I'll talk to you Have later. Have a good day. Yeah.
Let's uh, let's take our break here. We'll be back in a few moments. And coming up after the news, we'll take more of your calls at 508-996-0500. You can also send us app chat messages on the WBSM app. You can also send us open line voicemails on the WBSM app. Two of the great features on the app, which is brought to you by South Coast Towing. You can also get live traffic and weather. You can get an alarm that will wake you up listening to me. I'm sorry for that. Uh, you can also have all of our stories delivered right to you. So you don't even have to worry about going to our website and looking them up or going to our Facebook and looking them up. We will deliver them right into your hands so that you can always stay updated with everything happening in New Bedford and on the South Coast. And speaking of updating you to everything that's going on, time to go into the newsroom now with Adam Bass. Republican presidential candidates will face off on the debate stage in Milwaukee this evening. NBC's Garrett Hake with more. The biggest night of the presidential primary season so far, debate night in Wisconsin. Eight candidates on the stage tonight, all the Republicans vying for the nomination except the frontrunner, Donald Trump, not here. Candidates will include Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, former Vice President Mike Pence, and former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie. Former President Trump has decided to skip the debate and has instead recorded an interview with former Fox News host Tucker Carlson. Reports suggest former Trump attorney and New York City Mayor Rudy Giuliani will surrender himself today in the Georgia election interference criminal case. ABC News is reporting that Giuliani will head to Atlanta alongside former New York City Police Commissioner Bernard Carrick, who will assist Giuliani through the process. Los Angeles Mayor Karen Bass says it was, quote, evil for Texas Governor Greg Abbott to bus migrants to the city while it was dealing with Tropical Storm Hillary. A bus from Texas with over three dozen migrants arrived in downtown L.A. on Monday. Bass said that while the city braced for an unprecedented storm, the Republican governor sent families and toddlers straight on a path through extreme weather conditions. Hillary brought heavy rainfall and flooding to the city. Abbott has been sending migrants from his state to locations that have declared themselves sanctuary cities for migrants. Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell is expected to give a talk this week on the U.S. economic outlook. Powell will deliver a speech on Friday morning from the annual Central Bankers meeting in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. The Fed chair is expected to give his latest views on whether more policy tightening will be needed to bring down inflation during a time of strong economic growth. The Biden administration is rolling out its income-driven student loan repayment program. Trey Thomas has more. The Saving on a Value Education Plan will allow more borrowers to qualify for $0 monthly payments. Any individual making less than $32,800 a year and any family of four making less than $67,500 per year will have $0 payments. I'm Trey Thomas. And former USC running back Reggie Bush will hold a news conference this morning that he's announcing he's suing the NCAA. Bush said he's filing a defamation suit that he says based on the NCAA maliciously attacking his character and damaging his reputation. The suit centers around the Heisman Trophy. Bush won the award in 2005, but the NCAA investigators say he took cash, gifts, and his family lived rent-free in a San Diego area home. His statistics were vacated by the NCAA. 
In sports, the Boston Red Sox lost to the Houston Astros last night, 7-3. The two will play again tonight in Game 3 of their series. First pitch is at 8-10 p.m. And now here is your ABC6 local weather forecast. Starting off with a little bit of a fall-like feel for this morning, but sunshine will help warm our temperatures right up into the mid-70s with a nice, comfortable air mass in place. Overnight tonight, clear, pleasant, and another decent night for sleeping with the windows open if you'd like. Overnight lows will be in the mid and upper 50s. For tomorrow, sunshine in the morning will give way to increasing afternoon clouds. There'll be a storm system coming our way from the Great Lakes, and it will threaten to send some showers our way towards the evening. Look for highs to reach the low 70s. Be sure to watch ABC6 for my full seven-day forecast. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Bill Guile on New Bedford's News Talk Station, 1420 WBSM. Right now, it is currently 58 degrees in New Bedford. I'm Adam Bass, WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's news talk station, WBSM, and get breaking news alerts and podcasts with the WBSM app. He'll wake you up better than that extra large cup of coffee. Now, more Tim Weisberg on WBSM. Sometime in the morning right now is 6.35 in the morning, and that is the monkeys. And I, listen, on this program, we don't, we don't mock the monkeys. On this program, we don't call them a, a fake band or a manufactured band or any of that stuff. The prefab four, no. The monkeys were a great group, and they deserve to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Jan Wenner just wants to be a jerk about it. But the monkeys belong in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Hugely influential in just a short period of time. Had a long career. Still put out great albums even as recently as a few years ago. Now we're down to only one monkey remaining. And it would be nice if we could get them in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame while Mickey's still with us. And, and Mickey's doing great. He's, uh, he's out and about, although he did just wrap up his tour. Actually, no, I think he is on tour, but he had to take a break because um, I forget if he was injured or if he was ill. I don't know. I I follow him on social media. I'm friends with uh, someone who works with him, and uh, he is he is just a gem of a human being and a hell of a performer, even at his advanced age. So if you are if you get the chance to see him perform when he's out there, you know, paying tribute to the monkeys, I, I I highly recommend it. He actually just came out with an album last year called Dolan's Does Nesmith, where he performs all songs that Mike Nesmith wrote, whether it be uh, monkey songs, some of his solo work, songs that he wrote for other artists. A lot of people don't realize that Mike Nesmith wrote different drum 
that Linda Ronstadt recorded with the Stone Ponies and kicked off her career. And uh, and Mickey did a great version of that on that album. Is it, it might be Dolan sings Nesmith, not does Nesmith. That sounds weird. But anyway, uh, you can check that out and you can listen to it and I'm sure you will enjoy it. But the Monkees are one of my favorite groups. Love all of their great music. They had some of the best songwriters of their day writing their music at first. Neil Diamond, Boyce and Hart, Carol King. And then they took over songwriting duties themselves. And I think the stuff that they did was just as good as the stuff they were getting from, from those noted songwriters and the Brill Building and all of that. So I will play a lot of monkeys on this program. And we will treat them with the respect that they deserve. Well, it, it, to me, growing up, it was... I, I grew up during the resurgence of the monkeys, not the original run, of course. In the 1980s, 1986, they had the the uh, 20th anniversary and MTV ran the show and the Monkees found a whole new audience and I was all in. I had all of their albums and in the years since, I've collected all of the rarities and all that kind of stuff. And it's, it's, a, it's a big catalog and it, there's a lot of good stuff. Some of it's like meh, but a lot of it is very, very good. Speaking of very good... How about some very good, if not great, deals to save you money on a new mattress? Right. It's the Labor Day sales event at Whirly Beds Factory Outlet in New Bedford. And it's going on now. It actually started this week. But it's going on not just through Labor Day, but all the way into September 25th. So now through September 25th, you can save some great, you can save money on some great deals for mattresses, for furniture, for bases for the mattresses, everything that you need to make your house more comfortable for you. We're talking 15% off any made-in-the-USA furniture. We're talking about 20% off select cooling pillows and protectors. So, you know, it's still warm some nights when we're going to sleep. We've had these nice cool nights uh, the last few nights, but you know you're going to get those warm nights again where it's uncomfortable and hard to sleep. And some people just sleep hot anyway. So why not get a cooling pillow or protector at 20% off? But, of course, the big savings come on the mattresses. $400 off any Simply Natural or Ultra Visco Series mattress. $200 off all hybrids, gel flex, and platinum series mattresses. And $100 off all Cairo Contour and Easy Rest Series mattresses. Not only will you save money on the mattresses themselves, how about on the bases as well? Adjustable bases are on sale. $100 on style adjustable bases. And $200 on ultra adjustable bases. So it's time to get a new bed, save yourself some money, and go to Whirly Beds Factory Outlet with their huge Labor Day savings event now through September 25th. They're located on Pope's Island in New Bedford. And remember, all their mattresses are made here, right here in New Bedford. So you get a great deal and you are supporting a local business. All right, 508-996-0500. That's our number to call in and chime in with whatever is on your mind. We were talking before, you know, I was actually talking about... Um, these complaints filed against the police, which you can now search the database and see what those complaints are. But I was sharing my own experience of a, of a false complaint of, you know, my employer basically trying to force me into signing this to keep my job. And I tell you, if, if I didn't have at the time a wife and child at home that were, 
you know, dependent on my income, maybe, maybe not wholly dependent on, on my income from that job, but it was a major portion of our family's income. I was, you know, doing 40 hours a week. Then I would have just walked out in that situation. I would have just said, you know what? I'm, I'm never going to put you on a resume anyway because I don't want people to know that I worked for this company. So what do I, what do I have to gain by, by leaving the proper way? And as it turns out, I, I eventually did leave the proper way. I got a job here working in the newsroom and I informed my bosses and I gave them a month's notice rather than two weeks. I gave them a month because this was like late November that I found out I was getting the job here. And we agreed to just have me start in January at the start of the new year, right after the new year's holiday. So I said to them, I said, I'm, I'm going to give you until the end of December. And everybody was happy that I did that. They threw me a party when I left. They gave me a gift card to Mary Lou's coffee and, you know, had cake and all kinds of stuff. But it, it, it ate away at me that they, they wanted me to just sign this paper. And what bothered me more is that my company wouldn't even go to bat for me with, with Talbots. They would have taken me out back behind that building and stripped me naked, painted me blue, and let everybody throw eggs at me. I don't know where I was going with any of that. But they would have, they would have done all that if Talbot's told them that that's what they wanted them to do. They would have done anything to keep that contract. It was gross. It was unfair. They didn't, they didn't take into consideration at all anything that you know, Talbot's was failing to do on their end. It was just, we can't, we can't lose this account. We can't lose this account. Well, you know what? You did. Because Talbot's lost that building. So you did. But it was just, I, I couldn't believe it. And I actually talked to a labor attorney about it. And the labor attorney said, you want to go forward. You've got a case. But thankfully, they, they dropped it. But I couldn't, I couldn't deal with any of their corporate stuff anymore. I just kept my head down. I, they, they offered me a promotion. I said, no. They said, we'll, we'll make you a, a, a manager. And I said, no, not, I don't want to travel because the first couple of years of being a manager, they make you be a floating manager. I was like, and they're, all of their places are, you know, two hours away. I was like, no, 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 I've, I've got responsibilities I can't spend four hours a day in the car but in actuality it's just because I was like I'm not I'm not hitching my wagon to you people not not working here for the rest of my life but anyway that's that's all in the past now I get to be here with you every morning and some of you who are listening I used to make you your breakfast I know I know right weird huh you used to hear me talking when you would come in and be like all right, does this guy ever shut up? And now you know that I don't. We'll be right back.
Of course, if you want to rock down to Electric Avenue, don't do it on an empty stomach. No, start your day off right. Start your day off with Sunrise Bakery and Coffee Shop. It's the place to go to get fresh baked pastries, muffins, donuts. They are all made fresh every day. So you can start off your day with something delicious, something you know, it's it's a treat. It really is. But you can eat them every day. You know, they say everything in moderation. There's nothing that says you can't have a delicious sunrise bakery, pastry, muffin, or donut every day. Just, you know, walk a little extra that day. But that's what's great about Sunrise is they have so many different options. So you don't have to have the same thing twice. You can get something different every day. And it's also important to remember that if you have people coming over, you know, we have one weekend left here before it's going to be Labor Day weekend and all of that. And then, you know, you'll be running around doing all kinds of things. But people are going to want to come over these these last few weekends of warm weather and you're going to need something to feed them. Right. And you don't want you don't want to have to go out and get a bunch of steaks and throw those on the grill and spend all day cooking. No, you want to go to Sunrise Bakery and get some of their delicious sandwiches Sandwiches that will make any crowd happy. Caserla sandwiches, tuna sandwiches, linguisa and cheese rolls, plus all the other sandwiches you would expect to find. And, of course, don't forget some of their rice pudding for dessert. Let them take care of your party or let them just start you off by giving you your own personal party every day at Sunrise Bakery and Coffee Shop, 506 Bolton Street in New Bedford. It is a sensational continental feel. That's Sunrise Bakery and Coffee Shop. So there is a story that I want to direct your attention to at uh, at WBSM.com and on the app where uh, the TV game show Wheel of Fortune made a visit to Newport on Monday. They filmed the segment with Maggie Sajak, who is the daughter of the longtime host Pat Sajak, and she's the social correspondent for the show. She filmed something at The Breakers. So we have some details on that and when you can expect it to air at WBSM.com and on the app, plus a little bit of history of the Breakers and a little bit of a look forward to what's going to happen with Wheel of Fortune because, as you know, Pat Sajak is retiring after next season and Ryan Seacrest has already been named as the new host of Wheel of Fortune because anytime any job in television opens up, uh, Ryan Seacrest is the person who immediately gets the job. I don't even think he has to apply or say that he's interested. They're just like, oh, Sajak's retiring, Seacrest. So uh, I'm looking forward to to seeing if there's, you know, any changes to the game or if they're going to keep it the same. I don't really watch it that much, but it's there's there's comfort in knowing you can turn it on anytime and be able to jump right in and play. So I'm hoping they don't revamp the whole game. Uh, and I'm hoping they don't have the same issues that Jeopardy seems to be having. But anyway, we can talk more about that later on. Right now, I'm going to take my final break of this hour. Mission. 